and welcome to the Trash Tapes podcast as part of the Enigmatic Productions Network. If you love bad cinema and incredible deep dives into cult film, then you have come to the right place. So if you like what you hear and want to support us, you can do so by donating some funds to our Buy Me A Coffee website, along with the ACAR supporter feature. All of these can be found in the description below. And now, on with the show. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Like my phone, I've got notes. I've made notes. Oh my god, bring the notes. <laughs> You've probably got more notes than me, mate. Believe me. And the thing about these notes, right, is that um <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've not seen this film sober. So there are gonna be gaps. <laughs> I've oh, seen brilliant. it I've seen it three times. I've never been sober by the end. Um I remember the end. It's, it's, the, it's, it's the same fucking exploding shot from a dozen other, like three other movies. I just love the fact you've never seen this sober. I don't think you. I don't think you can because I started watching this movie, feeling like I'm ready to go and feeling like yeah. But then there were moments I legitimately paused it, got a bit mad, got in and got my alcohol and said, "I need this. I think I might actually." actually need this so i went in and i paused it about three times in order to get booze so i think this sums up my opinion for this movie you are about to experience trash cinema Everyone and welcome to another episode of the Trash Tapes. One man's trash, another man's treasure. I am your host, Johan Chapul, and the inflictor of pain. And once again, I'm here alone. This is now the third time I'm not doing this with my usual victim and DJ Edward Harvey for the fact that he's still mo- he's still sawing stuff out with his house. Apparently, he doesn't have very fast internet, and he's currently been trying to live his ways almost like some kind of caveman. So at the moment, he's just been having his candles out, trying his best to try at the moment. Apparently, trying to play Rollercoaster Tycoon entirely on his mobile phone. I don't know how that's working out, but still, since that's the case, I needed to bring another guest in. Now, we've already had two very good guests last time, but this time I think we've got the icing on the cake, at least in my at least in my eyes. We have got ourselves probably one of my favorite people on the planet, and that is that is filmmaker Mark Price. How are you? Oh, dude, what a lovely intro. That was very kind. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm, I'm good. I, I, I'm not as drunk as I feel I should be to talk about this film, but I'm working on it. 
<laughs> I've got a little espresso martini here because you know you inspired me with this talk of coffee, and uh, I so so <laughs> I see some clear and vodka in mine. Um, yeah, that's my that's that's my Sunday afternoon. Let it begin. I I kind of suss out that we needed alcohol for this in some shape or form. I actually I had I just, I had a coffee, but then I I put in. I tried one coffee before I want to have a test run. I put in a little shot of fireball whiskey in it, <gasps> thinking that that might work. Today? No, it tastes garbage, but I drank it anyway. <laughs> did you do that today? You've I did that, that today. I tried right, it. So we're already a couple of shots in. This is a good start. <laughs> I've, I've never seen this film sober. Not once. I've seen it like three or four times. Now. I've not seen it sober once. And, and, you know what, and you know what fair? I don't think you can, really. Um. I've, I've had the best time every single time I've watched it. And, um, I, when it, it. The bits I was sending you on my phone, I was like, we, we should talk about this. And my commentary, I don't remember filming that. And I, I, all I know is I've sent those clips of my drunken commentary to about 19 friends. Going, You're going to see this fucking film. It's brilliant. What is this nonsense? And that's perfect. That's the way that's, that's the way I wanted it to be. So before we kick things off, um, let's actually have a proper little introduction to you. So who are you? What do you do? And why, and why did I want you on the show in the oh, first place? My God, I'm bad at these. Remember how bad I am at these every time you put me <laughs> in some event? Um, well, uh, I'm, I'm supposedly a filmmaker. Um, I feel a little bit more legitimate is that I can occasionally pay some of my rent with, with, with it. So, uh, you know, I'm, if there's some equation there, I'm to that degree a filmmaker. Um, uh, but yeah, that's, that's it. I think we met... God, was it when I made a film called Colin about ten years ago? Was that when we met? Uh, I think no. Yeah, we met. We met. We met. We met just after that when you had your second movie was coming out by that point. I think. Oh, okay. Okay. So it was about to come out. So it was about a decade ago, a bit more than that, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's about ten. About ten. I've only been failing monumentally in my career as a filmmaker for ten years. Uh, oh, don't so say that. You've got, you've got some corkers in there. You've got some corkers in your in your in your IMDb page. Oh, mate, thank you very much. It's, uh, yeah, so I think that that's that's uh, that's certainly how we met. Was at a festival, wasn't it? And, yeah. and we just sort of like clicked. Um, I, it was not. It was mayhem, wasn't it? Yeah, it, sure. yeah, it was in mayhem, and then we also, and then we met again, and then we met a little, very little on in Sheffield. I remember it was like a student film festival in Sheffield. I remember we we, we uh, shared we shared a screening in this weird ass, like abandoned warehouse, watching loads of weird it. shorts. That was it, because that's where I met uh, Tom and, and Emily, and yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, I mean, lovely people, yeah. Oh God, that's great. Yeah. Shit, that's, that's you're, you're such a staple in my uh, existence now. That like the, the beginnings, like the the oh, you know, we meet Anakin Skywalker moment of our lives. I don't recall with as much specificity as I as I should. If oh, I knew God. then that that was our moment, uh, you sit there going, "Yeah, we're going to be buddies." And the most reason, and the most reason why I think we've connected so well is because you and I have the same love for schlock. We really like. Schlock, and we appreciate schlock. We don't like, we don't poo-poo it. We kind of actually see that there may be a le- something to learn out of it. Even if it's learning not to do that, we learn from it. <laughs> There's heart in it, isn't it? That's the thing. Mm. Is that it's not. Um, we're not like pointing and laughing. Look how shit you are. This is. There's, there's a level of understanding, and I think we we you know we've picked up cameras and tried to tell stories and tried to get emotional responses out of audiences. So mm. there's a sort of, it's, it's not like you look at that and you go, ha 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 ha, you suck. It's almost like, Oh God, I just, I just, please don't let me be like this. But also <laughs> look at what they're trying. And that's mm. worth, that's worth some respect. Um, I almost want to say, except with cruel jaws. It's the only film where like they, they just lift lines out 
Yeah. And there's no heart in this at all. This is just bollocks. It's just <laughs> it's just taking fucking lines from Jaws. I, when I used to, when I first tried writing scripts, when I was like 11, 12, 13, yeah. this is what I do. I just lift lines out of Star Trek 3, and then my dad would go, oh, I know your teacher told you to write something that's based on Macbeth, but this is just that, this is Doc Brown from Star Trek 3's line. And I'm like, huh. Maybe um, people will notice. So at that, 13, I learned that. These guys didn't. They just made a film. This is like the 20th film that year or something. <laughs> and this is what's so great about it, because we, we are going to talk about this this movie, which I have to say, I did not know about until you told me. This <laughs> is the first time, this is the first time I think on the episode where, uh, other than Ed one time, he introduced me to the movie Ghoulies, other than that, yeah. yeah. But other than that, then no one else has given me a recommendation because I think they're all scared. You just flat out went up to me. No, we're doing this. I'm like, sure, okay. <laughs> so, I definitely asked. I was like, would, would it be okay? I mean, for I felt it was like, would it be okay if we did this? Here's a bit that I filmed off my TV when I was drunk one time. Yeah, and then you said, like, yeah, we're doing this, and so <laughs> that's what we're doing, ladies and gentlemen. We are doing cruel jaws. Rubbish, boy. This is not the place, nor the time. This film has brought me so much joy both yes. since I mean I watched it for the first time in January. That's it. That was the first time I watched it. It's so very film. recently in comparison. Really recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, and since then I've seen it three or four times um, wow. and got progressively drunk as it's gone on. Because um, <laughs> whenever I hang out with Brad Watson at his place, he's got this yeah. new beautiful sound system and, and, mm. and we both love movie scores and, and so he'll put something on so we can hear it sound awesome. And you know, he's Wonderful. got a lovely flat that with brilliant double glazing and and this sounds a weird thing to say. And uh, and, he's, and it's like a d- attached, detached, a d- detached house. <laughs> so there's no neighbors, there's no resonance through the walls. So we're like blasting this shit at 1 a.m. and his neighbors don't hear it. It's lovely. Mm. And uh, and then we just listen to amazing scores. Of course, he comes to my house and I'm like, we're gonna watch Moon Trap and Cruel Jaws. <laughs> hey, it's great. Look, he- this, 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 uh, this is why I think we connected. You and I are the kind of person where, uh, this is the thing, and I, I bet you this in pure honesty, I bet you a lot of friends always say like, let's have a movie night, but they're always reluctant to sort of say, to go to you and say, you pick the movie. Because with me, they're like saying like, he's, he's got to pick some garbage, isn't he? It's like, no, it's not garbage. It's just, sure. Like, look, I love, I want, I just want you to appreciate this, 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 please. <laughs> You just want to be around someone who's going to pick a movie that you can sort of have fun watching and keep talking and, oh, let's watch this bit. And, you know, that's what you want, really. You don't want some fucker to say, hey, you know what, let's watch Schindler's List. It's like, oh, I'm trying to get drunk here and have a good time. You watch Schindler's List? Because, well, maybe The Pianist then. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, there are good movies that you can have a fun interaction with people with, but Amazing, bad yeah. movies and good bad movies in particular are almost, in a weird way, designed for it. You don't 
watch that movie, watch that movie sober. You talk over it. It's the whole Rocky Horror Picture Show thing. Yeah, it's like someone, uh, someone invented booze. I went, oh, there's something missing. This is amazing. There's something missing. I know bad movies that would go great with this. And then, and in 1912, you know, or 1920, you know, whatever the Volstead Act was doing this shit. That's what everyone was just waiting for. They're just waiting for a bunch of bad movies. And yeah. like, come on, Louie, brothers, get your shit together. <laughs> Develop God. the fucking art form, please. Make it more, make it more mainstream enough that we can poke fun of. And yeah. Exactly. So yeah, so this the, the, I feel this movie totally fits into that category because we're talking about Cruel cool. Jaws, aka also known technically as Jaws Five in Italy. Jaws Five, uh, yeah, I, I know. I saw that. So I saw that recent. Well, everything with this film is recent. I saw it in like so I watched it in January. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, so yeah, Jaws Five. That was new. That was a new bit of information from about a week ago yeah so technically it was marketed as jaws 5 cruel jaws mostly in italy because it's because it's the okay so just to kind of explain to people i think from the title alone you can sum up what this is but realistically if anyone has no idea what this is uh this is a cruel jaws is is a two is a 1995 director video italian horror fi- thriller film apparently all set in florida um in, all set in florida written and directed technically by bruno mattai but under the name william snyder of all yeah. things um in it's, fact it's, bruno it's, bruno mattai has done loads of movies none of them under his real name Ah, yeah, because he did Terminator 2, didn't he? <laughs> technically, Not he Terminator 2. <laughs> yeah, he technically made a Terminator 2, but the real name is called Shocking Dark. That's but, how, yeah, it, it, it's amazing the, how legally they, they got away with a lot of this stuff. Another interesting thing that I, I read, there's a theory kicking about that it was written by Claudio Fragasso and Rosella Dudy, Drudy? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know if it is, but there's a theory that this was written by them. And, <laughs> I mean... It, it, that tracks i mean <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's the thing it's like this is the thing with this director which i find fascinating number one um number one he never goes under his own name he goes always under sort of an american or slightly more uh slightly more manageably european sounding name because um he, he's always always wanted or tried to break the american market he always been trying to break into the american market so um he has gone through loads of names do you actually know any of them? You know what? I was only familiar with Bruno Mattai quite recently, so I don't really. I'm not that. I don't know how many of his films I've actually seen. I know of Terminator Two, and that's it. Yeah, but I, I did know about the um, <clears throat> about uh, sort of Italian films trying to disguise themselves as American films. Yeah, I'm aware of that. Like, uh, that, that's the kind, and that's the thing. He's kind of the granddad of this. He's been nicknamed under several circles. Um, under several, circles, he's called the. Uh, he's been nicknamed the King of Sleaze, which is one thing. <laughs> he has also been nicknamed the Italian Edward. <laughs> and I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I, think, like, Edward, no, I think Edward the, would have done better job than this. I think he's like, uh, no, it's the Italian Edward Woodward. Yeah, he wants to be like <laughs> so a really good actor. Woods. Edward um, <laughs> So this is the thing. The reason why you might not have heard of Bruno Mattai is because he's been under several different names. There are some. There are a few that he's gone under. So one is he's gone under mostly under the name Vincent Dawn. Apparently, his is one of his oh. favorite names to go under. It's a good name. Vincent Dawn. 
He has gone under, but there's also a few other ones. There have also been Jimmy Matthews, but sometimes <laughs> with different names. There's been Jay Matthews, but all of them have been spelled differently. So one has been Jordan B. Matthews, <laughs> then it's been Jimmy Matthews, then it's just been Jay Matthews, and then and, and then then is Johnny Matthews. Um <laughs> it's, it's, it's his name is as consistent as his fucking plotting in, in, in his cruel jaws at the very least. And yeah. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, and that's the thing. It's like again, but then he just Side saying no, yeah, just spice things up. Can you see him? He's like, ah, oh, shit. Uh, how do I spell my fucking name? Jesus Christ! I'm so, sorry. I sound like the guy from a little. <laughs> I'm trying to do an authentic regional Italian accent. I think it's just sounding wrong. So, uh, but it's I'll fine. Stop. It's fine. I sound like fucking Mario. Uh, but it's <laughs> fine. We're running with this because, hey, look. If he can't keep, if he can't keep his story consistent, why should we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, exactly. Whatever his name is. <laughs> so yeah, okay. To go through other names as well, he has gone under Bob Hunter. Uh, he's gone under Ooh. Gilbert Russell. He has gone under Frank L- Frank Clocks, Pierre LeBlanc, um, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and 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 for this movie, um, he's gone under William Snyder. And I don't know why he's decided to keep to have multiple fake names unless he wants to kind of feel like when he's under a certain name, he's attempting a certain genre of movie? I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's, uh, he's like, oh, the last one didn't work out. People will just know it's me. I better come up with a new name. <laughs> it's a new name with every project until he makes a good one. Then that's my name now. <laughs> but that's my a- name is Phineas P. Bubblegum Horn. That's my fucking name. <laughs> Phineas yeah. P. Hecklflecker. <laughs> That's literally the tone of this. I'm not going to lie. This is the thing. He's considered to be very consistent in terms of he's pulled off a lot of movies. He's done a lot. He started off in the 70s, a lot of schlock. I'm talking about pure, pro, like almost sexploitation kind of thing. Then by the time it got to the 80s, he was trying to get into horror, like proper horror stuff. Um, just like a lot of Italian Mondo kind of people at the time. He even made documentaries based on the Mondo filmmakers. And But then, I mean, I mean, let me just sum up with some of his earlier movies. He's technically made movies such as... Basically, so for example, Women's Camp 119 or The Private House of the SS, movies <laughs> like this. Um, he's also made movies like The True Story of the Nun of Monza. And and you could, and also he's also helped out and, in, and made low-budget zombie movies that were inspired by things like 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 um like like Lucio Fulci, who was also yeah. famous around the time as well. <laughs> they basically all kind of ran in the same circles. Except what happened was with him is that he never made anything that was substantial enough that he could start making his own stuff. So he Ooh. did. So he's famously been known for quite literally ripping off full fledged movies, um, whether it is by concept or plot, or in this case genuinely just the footage from this movie there are shots there's a film called the last shark i don't know if you know this one Mm. it's um i think it was it was actually banned by universal because Mm. it uh ripped off jaws to such a degree that i think they they managed to get it banned for a bit and then it sort of came out i think on video or something but it had a theatrical release and uh, so Vic Morrow was playing your Quint character in it. And, and you know, it was it was just Jaws. It was essentially Jaws. It was the same yeah. story. Um, and, and Universal, like, absolutely not. No, 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 no. You're not having this. We'll sue you. So they pulled it. Mm. And, uh, and a lot of footage from Last Shark is in this film. So yeah, apparently the actors in this film did not see any shark 
There was no animatronic shark. There was no fake shark. There was nothing. It's just them flailing in the water in you know some some fake blood. That's it. That's all they did. And Everything you can is from tell that film. because you, it, it, we'll talk about it as we get into the plot. But there's a moment, there are moments where you see them just flailing around, and then you'll just they just suddenly just dive, and, and you never see <laughs> any fin, any teeth, nothing with next to them. Um, but you see an exact shot from Jaws two. They lift from that film and drop into this one. And I was like, how can they do that? So we, me and Brad watching this we were just yeah. like jaws 2 jaws 3 the only film they don't rip any shots from for some reason is jaws the revenge <laughs> no shots from jaws revenge and you and you're kind of surprised because you think with this with this movie where i feel like the plot kind of rips off both the first movie and the fourth movie to a point yeah, they actually have a moment where someone's hiding in a boat and the shark's trying to get them inside a sunken ship and it's like well that's actually a that's a scene from jaws <laughs> From Jaws Four, a sequence from Jaws Four. So you think maybe perhaps we put it, but I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they, they thought they were pushing it. Although I don't know whether you would be considered pushing it when you have stolen quite literally from the following movies. So, <clears throat> so first of all, they have stolen clearly uh, some sequences from the first Jaws, from the second yeah. Jaws, and from the third Jaws. Yeah. Um, they have stolen sequences from uh, a movie called Deep Blood. Now that I don't know, but I do believe that's the shot of the shark at the beginning trying to yeah. attack the, and I think it explodes uh, as well. That's that is, that's from Deep Blood as well. There's lots of exploding in this. Um, obviously, they've, you've mentioned it. Yeah, that's correct. It's still a scene from the last. They've so quite a bit from the last shark. A lot from the last shark, yeah. Uh, because it, like like you said, Last Shark was a movie that pretty much um, just basically was pulled off, so it never got the opportunity to do so. And also, a mo- also contains material from another movie called The Great White. So, oh. so basically, overall, this movie, in some weird ass way, has six other shark movies <laughs> in this one movie. And as I was watching it, I was messaging a friend or two, sitting there going, "Like, I feel like I've had a shark marathon without actually being in a shark movie marathon." It's Shark Week in ninety minutes. It's it's you have to give them props for trying because there's some things which i've been noticed as I've, i'm reading through and here's the thing this has given me an opportunity to ladies and gentlemen a while ago i did buy a book that i've been dying to use and it is a book i found oddly enough on rough trade which is one of those kind of like it's a it's a music store but i found this which is the bad movie bible the ultimate the ultimate modern guide to movies that are so bad they're good and Cruel Jaws is in this, which made me instantly happy because means my research is half done. I don't have to browse the internet for any of the weird shit. But <laughs> uh, basically, there it is. It's all in here. So if, if I'm looking up on the zoo. <laughs> Look at that stunning Japanese poster of Jaws. <laughs> I know. Everything here is a rip. This movie, oddly enough, takes moments from the actual Jaws book, right? Yeah. And the so gangster, the gangster stuff, right? All the, the, the mafia stuff, stuff comes from the book. <clears throat> Steven Spielberg was clever enough to say, actually, we don't need this. They, so he scrapped all the mobster stuff and just kept it on the most important thing, the shark. Um, but, the mobster stuff, this is some of the best bits, though. It is. But this <laughs> the thing is, amusingly, and this is the thing, apparently uh, the writer of this, which is Pete, uh, Peter, Peter Benchley, right, actually dare get a writing credit in this movie. Although I don't think it was official, but it's officially a writing credit. If you look in the credits for this movie, he's in it as a writing credit story from I never noticed that or i did but was too drunk to remember 
Well, there he is. Uh, <laughs> I, I love it. in this book, he actually says something tells me that he didn't get much royalty checks for this. <laughs> no, I bet this turkey made some money, though. Mm. I bet it did. It's like the thing is, I, I can't believe it's like it's 1994, 95 or something. This yes, film. it was like it felt like much earlier. <laughs> It's so. But the thing is, I can tell it's the nineties. This is the thing. You sit there, and you can. I think what confuses me is the that hair, you, isn't it? Everyone's hair. The hair's inconsistent because there are moments you're sitting there going, "This is clearly like early nineties rubbish," and then you cut to sequences that are clearly in the eighties, early seven, like <laughs> mid seventies, and you're sitting there going, "Like the the fashion is so <laughs> off." <laughs> <laughs> the film stock changes are so glaring as well because I, I don't know what version of Jaws they got but whenever there's a shot from Jaws it's not a shot it's always a punched in shot like yes. there must be some legal thing that they because I don't understand why this isn't pulled <laughs> like, the reason why it was not pulled is because it never because this is the thing one of the things it never got pulled off is the fact that it was originally it, it was never ever designed in any shape or form to ever be a big uh, theater release it never did the only place it ever tried to be though tried to be was in italy but they stopped that because they were kind of definitely worried obviously that universal and a few other universal and a whole bunch were sitting going like hey you stole our movie but what they did was and they were very clever with this i believe in the editing is that even though they used footage from it they always used tiny sequences there were a couple of seconds and yeah. so because they were only in seconds and they were already cut it almost became in this weird way this kind of unique remake of things where they were able to use the loophole saying hey i didn't steal no it's not ju- it's not just jaws it is there's Jaws 2. There's Jaws 3. There is this movie. There is this movie. There is this movie. Every Everyone who had any opportunity to do so, I think basically what they saw was like, they saw this as a movie that was never going to get successful. And I think they sort of sat there going, well, Universal said, look, we're bigger than this. I think they'll probably say, look, we're bigger than this. We're not going to fight this. It's not a full blatant ripoff of the movie. It's not like she's taken an entire scene and just plopped it in. It's not as bad as something like the Turkish movies, which are famous for this. Oh yeah, yeah, but they, 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 yeah, they make no sense. They make <laughs> yeah. less sense. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Turkish Star Wars. We obviously, you must have. Have you covered yeah. that one yet? No, well, the God. thing is, I think uh, uh, we, uh, we haven't covered that yet. But There's I nothing we all... to cover. It's just noise. <laughs> It's just <laughs> random stuff. I mean, we did cover um, in in a video. We did cover Turkish Rambo, which is brilliant. Uh, which is brilliant. The thing with Turkish Rambo was it's all it's, it's all original footage. It's just literally the plot of two, but in Turkish. It's kind of brilliant. But yeah, it's. I think it's because it was because it's only very tiny snippets. Um, they kind of felt like they could get away with it. And because there's only like a, a couple of seconds each time, I think Universal and all the other distribution companies at the time sort of sat there thinking, well, um, it's going straight to video. No one's going to see this on the big screen. It's mm, too much effort to fight this, what, this B-movie schlock? So- yeah, and the, the bear in mind, like we have a freakish attentional, attention to detail. We've got this bizarre photographic memory where all mm-hmm. it takes is three frames and we're like, Jaws 3. You know, yeah. uh, and, and so that's not going to apply to your general audience. This is, uh, I know a filmmaker, I, 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 I won't say who it is. Um, mm. He released a film and I was like, that's the fucking T-Rex rule from Jurassic Park. And he did another one. And I went, that's the American werewolf raw, the howl from American Wealth in London. And I said to him, how, how do you do this? Did, did you buy those? And he went, no, no, no. He said, no one watches these. 
<laughs> anyone who does who recognizes it is just gonna go ah it's fine it's fine and i went oh that's interesting and then once <laughs> i took some gunshots from in uh, raiders of the lost ark mm. but i but even then i mixed them with other things i didn't just have the gunshots from raiders of the lost ark, the kick clicking I, I mixed it with other things so it wouldn't sound too 100 percent mm. but still sound awesome i did it once and i was like ah, i don't do this my own because you are a legitimately good filmmaker you feel guilty doing this right look think of bruno matai and all these other ones who are thinking like look they know they're not going to do anything out of it and they already feel like they've got a bit of a getaway car which is why you get a load of these ripoff movies all the time because yeah. they feel like the big studios would say like this is too much effort to tackle this movie that barely anyone's going to see if yeah. it was if it was very successful perhaps then yes because here's an example um the the distribution company i love these guys by the way shout factory who yeah. makes some fantastic dvds and blu-rays of these really obscure movies at one point actually announced that the film would be released uh as a double feature with another movie at the time right um and they were going to have a bit of a theater run however okay it got cancelled because they were terrified by that would have been the moment when because they had a theater release this was the moment they were genuinely concerned that universal would come right up their butt and uh, say there's jaws one and two and a bit of three <clears> in there because it never right. had a theater release and all the right. official theater releases now are all just be moved uh, are just literally for bad movies that basically have like bad movie nights that never really get that thing and it's not like buying stock from those like buying the thing it's just Here's a Blu-ray that someone may have nicked. Um, yeah. So it's kind of hard, genuinely, to find a copy of of Cruel Jaws uh, unless you really dig deep to find a it's, good Blu-ray copy these days. The link I sent you <laughs> the, the, has been on YouTube since halfway through last year, at the very least. I mean, yeah. it's been there. For, no, it's not going anywhere. It's not yeah. like a film that it's like, oh, people are watching this. Oh, this link might not work in a week. Nope, that works, and no one gives a shit. It's uh, it's pretty remarkable. YouTube has become this amazing resource. These films that are sort of uh, they they're not getting released. I mean, there isn't yeah. anywhere really to to see Cruel Jaws, is there? Legitimately, mm. as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Um, and uh, not at the moment, at least. And so, yeah. So it's it's YouTube has become this this resource, and because there's no distributor on top of it, no one's shutting it down. And I think, and I think this is something. This is something that generally, I don't think we've anyone's ever properly discussed on any of my shows, whether it's Ed or myself. That it does get to a point with some bad movies that realistically they are they are known as being bad so they know automatically that they're not going to make money off it so this is why you don't get a lot of people hunting them down but here's the thing i think because now i think in a weird way we i think we're part of the problem we're demanding more bad movies to watch and now this distributor's thinking oh wait a minute maybe i can find the next miami connection maybe i can find the next samurai cop and so they start finding like their whole companies are designed to just find these bad movies and distribute them in Blu-ray high quality versions of them. There, there are some, I guess, distributors who are really good, like uh, Shout Factory and, and Draft House and stuff. Like yeah. those guys do, f like when they say people should watch this, everyone listens. Yeah. So it's kind of, I mean, that's what's kind of cool is that like they, they have um, like a clear enthusiasm for the same reason. Hey, Television. Phone 552 2288. 
there, there are a few movies I know off the bat that follow a very similar sort of thing, right? So you have rip-off movies where it's quite literally almost like there is a trend going. So it's a different kind of rip-off. Mm. All the stuff's original, but it is literally following the trend at the time. All right? So there's definitely movies like that. There are also but, other movies dude, like this but, but one. I was which just going to will... say, though, like Alligator, I watched Alligator yesterday. Yeah. Fucking excellent film. Like mm. a genuinely excellent film. Uh, Piranha, same thing. Uh, they yeah. were definitely following the same format. You know, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. You, you, no, no, on. you're right. You're right. Basically, it is basically like there are movies I will take the premise of a bigger movie and make and make and try and make their own thing of it. And that's where you get good. And you can still find some gold in that. So that's one ripoff movie. This is clearly not it. That's one. Yeah. Two, you then have the complete other end of spectrum, which is something we were talking about movies like by Godfrey Ho or Joseph <laughs> Lai. These are movies that are actually genuinely tricking you because there's only 15 minutes of original content. And what you're watching is a completely different movie spliced in with a random one white guy who is who somehow through through power of a phone call or really clever editing is put into this movie and then released into the american market that that goes all the way back to was it was it raymond burr in godzilla yeah was that yeah, yeah that goes all the way back to that that that, that worked incredibly well so they just carried on with that. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that version of Godzilla. I've never seen that version. I think I'm it's because it. I've just... it, I think it's because it's now been kind of poo-pooed because of the course, idea is yeah. like, no, you should just watch the original. The original is so much better, and it doesn't cut out sequences and add this random white guy observing all this nonsense. <laughs> Yeah, just in a lab with yeah. those spinning tape shit behind him. That's a computer, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then you get Cruel Jaws. And Cruel Jaws is, it's more, this is different because it's not like, uh, it's not like the Godfrey Hose or the jo- or the Joseph Lies Kung Fu movies or whatever it is, where it's, it's actually is a full-blown different movie just spliced in with 15 minutes. Now, this is technically... More, there's far more original content in air quotes than there than there is the the stolen stuff. But the stolen stuff is kind of so obvious, and you can actually in the version we watched, uh, it's so obvious you can tell that it's very jarring. <laughs> there's one bit where it cuts to fucking eight millimeter footage from a helicopter of a like shark, and I was like, oh, uh, like. I think that's a great white shark. I mean, it looks like one. I, and then there it is. They even put the binoculars over it at one point. I think it's brilliant. It's it's and uh, and then they take a whole sequence from Cruel Jaws, but yeah. put another actor in it who is a cop, but instead decides to wear completely different clothes so he matches with the shots from Cruel Jaws. <laughs> and this is the thing I want to mention as well before we kick off the movie. There's two pieces. There's two factoids I kind of want to sort of three factoids I want to throw in before yeah, we start. So it's number one. The whole cast, which we'll talk about the acting in a moment, but the entire cast is actually made out of entirely of non-union local actors in Florida. I think it's because they didn't want to... No shit. (laughs) Non-union. So in other words, it kind of just went over and said, like, local actors, anything, just bring them in, non-union, which means... 
Nothing. I, I reckon it was guy in the street because that fucking dude looks like Hulk Hogan. Bring we can him stick in. him on a poster and people think Hulk Hogan's in this. Come over here, brother. Bring <laughs> him in. Oh, it's brilliant. So, yeah, you got that guy. Number two, Bruno Matai had to use an English translator for, to talk directly to the entire American cast. So what happened was, in terms of direction, was that it constantly lost its thing. So uh, the, the actors, who may have been honestly trying, we don't know, they might have honestly been trying... But the director, so there were moments apparently when the director would get mad at them, but they would never understand why. Because you are, because they, because there he is shouting in Italian and then this translator having to try and calm them down a bit and saying like, um, excuse me, uh, apparently you, you, you weren't saying it just the way the director wanted it. And then you have this loud Italian man going, my goodness, ah, oh no. And it's just, so, so clearly there's a translation problem going on here. Like, I'm sorry. I was like, oh God, in translation school, they never taught me to say, act better, you useless cunt. <laughs> like, like, I don't know how to translate it. So then he's just, I imagine he's like yelling that at this guy. He's like, okay, okay. And he goes, um, uh, he's not happy with the, the way you delivered the line. If you could do it again, except this time, maybe, you know, good. <laughs> I like, think it's basically that. It's that level. And then thirdly, apparently this is genuinely a thing, right? So when it came to what they had originally, what they had, uh, the director actually had all the footage that he was going to use from other movies already prepared. And the reason why I wanted to do that, because he went and showed, showed the DOP and he showed the costume designer to actually tell them to try and mimic those shots as much as possible so that it seems seamless in the edit. My God, dude, the, the shot of the marriage, like the one in, that amazing shot yes. is a fantastic shot in Jaws. So Hooper's broke Brody aside. They've caught the wrong shark. And he's like, look, we just want to be sure. We all want to be sure. We've got to open the shark up. And yeah. in the background, amazing. Murray Hamilton glides in. He's looking at something else. He catches the conversation, turns around. Brilliant fucking stage direction. Mm. Inches closer to them as they talk. And then he's part of the conversation. Because this isn't the time or the place to perform some sort of half-assed autopsy on a fish. Martin, there are all kinds of sharks in the waters, you know? Hammerheads, white tips, blues, makos. And the chances that these bozos got the exact oh, shark. Oh, there's no other sharks like Martin, this in these waters. It's 100 to 1. 100 to 1. Now, I'm not saying that this is not the shark. It probably is, Martin. It probably is. It's a man-eater. It's extremely rare for these waters. But the fact is that the bite radius on this animal is different than the wounds on the victim. I just, I want to be sure. You want to be sure. We all want to be sure, okay? And what I want to do is very simple. The digestive system of this animal is very, very slow. Let's cut it open. Whatever it's eaten in the last 24 hours is bound to still be in there, and then we'll be sure. Maybe the only way to confirm it, huh? Look, fellas, let's be reasonable, huh? This is not the time or the place to perform some kind of a half-assed autopsy on a fish. And I am not going to stand here and see that thing cut open and see that little Kettner boy spill out all over the dock. Perfect. Yeah. Fucking shot. For some reason, I guess their tripod couldn't get high enough at this one. <laughs> it's this low angle looking up, and this dude comes in, and he's so much shorter than the other actors that it's just like his chin isn't even in shot as he's looking up at them. <laughs> then the fucking mayor comes in, and it's really awkward and cluttered. And I look at it, and I'm just like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Like, they even, they were smart enough to go, we just rip off the fucking great shots from that movie 
the blocking from that film. We'll just rip it off. But then they even fucked that up, even though they were tracing a goddamn movie. <laughs> they what? still fucked it up. <laughs> I'm not saying that it isn't him. It, it probably is. They're they're very ferocious and very rare in these waters. But but the fact of the matter is, Dad, this Jaws fan just doesn't convince no, me. Wait, what are you saying here? You're talking nonsense, boy. You've been seeing too many movies. You want to be sure, Mayor? You want to be sure, Mr. Lewis? All you have to do then is open him up and see what's in his stomach. Don't talk rubbish, boy. This is not the place, nor the time. This is the thing that I think sums up the entire point of the movie, and this is to me, right? So, it's like when you are behind on your homework at school, and you know you've got a friend who is very smart and knows he's going to do well, so you try and copy his homework. The only problem is you don't want to copy it directly because then the teacher will notice that you copied his homework. So you try and add your own little flourishes to it, but you're not good at it. You're not good at adding your own rewriting words or making your own flourishes. So you've quite literally just... Try your best, but it's making it worse. You're making the homework worse, and you just end up with what a, a mess that doesn't make any coherent <laughs> sense. And you get like a a, a, a C minus instead of the A plus that your friend got. Uh, mate, is, is, is that's the perfect analogy, and I'm directly relating it to my experience in school, where we had this sort of science table and we were all sat yeah. around it, and the smart one was sitting opposite me. So I had to sort of look over, which was easier than looking than less suspicious. But I can't fucking read upside down. So I put all the wrong answers down because I got the fucking letter switch and my stupid, <laughs> dumbass, fucking 13-year-old fucking brain couldn't put that together. And I was, so I, even copying, I got it wrong. That's Cruel Jaws. <laughs> it copied it, but still fucked it up. It's amazing. It got it a little bit upside down and it's like, well, you know what? 31 and you wrote 13. That's not the answer, mate. You're not going to get it right. It doesn't, you can't say close enough because it's the same numbers involved in the answer. It's a different total. It doesn't make up. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so that was my, um, that was the, yeah, perfect, perfect, perfect Perfect analogy. The movie, the movie actually starts literally on, I think the most under, like, the most underdramatic way possible, where it's just suddenly a boat Jaws. just comes in in the dark. It's Jaws 2. They yeah. open with Jaws 2, right? So mm-hmm. it's, it's good to find the film they rip off and throw into the mix. So yeah. it opens with a rip off of the beginning of Jaws 2 with two divers. Yes. I'm going to get worse at this as I go on because I'm going to be like, well, I don't remember that because I was really drunk. No, but to be <laughs> frank, I think if, if anything you can spew in my direction is best because, this, again, I think this is why kind of perfect you're doing it because you are... You are as as one of your most uh, one of your most like inspired or influential filmmakers is Steven Spielberg. So you know Jaws, and you know the Jaws yeah. franchise inside and out. So having you here is going to help me pinpoint. I, yes, I, I could do that. That's the all right. That's my contribution, and I can definitely rip off Spielberg shots a little bit better than these guys did. So. Indeed, indeed. So yeah, the, so yeah. The opening is the beginning of Jaws two, right? right? So yeah. you have the two you have the two divers. I'm assuming because the, 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 the same thing. Bring a shipwreck, right? Right? Yeah, a same thing. Like, it's literally like, we're going to explore a shipwreck. We found something interesting under there and we're going to do it and blah, blah. They go in, they get attacked by the shark, which it's, um, it's, I, I don't know, I don't know how, what, the, how that worked out because we, you, we assume they die because yeah. why not? <laughs> but they never, I, maybe one of them is the body that shows up later in the film. You think? I think so. I, I think I, so. I mean, that adds up. 
I suppose, if but we think thing- about it. I get it now, having seen it four times at a conversation with you, that mm-hmm. makes sense, but I'm not entirely sure it made sense when I was watching the film. I was just like, no, I don't think anyone one. can make sense of this movie entirely. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so it's true. So they had the whole thing, and you can see it's a very stereotypical setup of things, but there's loads of close-ups, clearly from, I think, shots from two, a few other bits, etc. close-ups of certain parts, loads of teeth being mangled. From the last shark. Yeah. From the last shark, Jaws 3. Um, bits of Jaws 2 all of them yeah. are mashed in then the fast editing and then uh, the I think was, this is from the what was the shark one the red red shark yeah yeah whatever that one was called that uh that's the shot of the shark i think the the toy shark in a fish tank yeah (laughs) yeah so there's yeah so yeah that's a whole bunch of stuff with that where there's it clearly they're trying to mash things up and cut things up in order to make it feel like it's it's weird because this is basically this is basically almost like a bizarre editing challenge like if i told someone look i'm going to give you six movies right try and (laughs) cut them together to make coherent sense and this is what they've done. I, I watched, I haven't seen it in a while. I watched Natural Bone Killers last night. I did yes. know some of the transitions in that film are just like someone flicking through channels on TV. Yes. That's what the fucking shark attacks feel like. And it's just someone flicking through the shark channels on Shark Week. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's a cartoon one though. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, because at this point it's cut through like three different movies at this point of them attacking them, and then so so, so basically all so basically both of them are being attacked by this boat. They're all been attacked, and then there's a weird bit where then afterwards he, he, he attacks the boat. The shark attacks the boat, and again we have no idea if the action was successful because it's like one, two, three, done, and then we're suddenly in the next shot, like the next scene. I don't fucking remember that. I've seen it three times and I love it. I don't remember that. So, <laughs> yeah, so the movie attacks the, the boat. man on the boat, right? It was yeah. just like, you know, just aware of some shit going on below him for some reason. Yeah, and here's the thing. The shark attacks the boat. It goes, and then it just stops and then it cuts directly into the next sequence where we're suddenly... <laughs> we are suddenly in... We're suddenly in the um, in, in the aquarium area. We're finally in, the, in this weird silly version of SeaWorld and it's just so okay it's whiplash the editing in this movie is the thing to me the thing that I had the most trouble with because there is no synergy to it it's quite a literal whiplash between one scene to the other and I almost got mad at it I was whenever there's a big cut whenever there's a big scene it just cuts it just boom and then you're suddenly like oh now we're here I'm putting give it on me now. a warning I'm putting it on I'm going to leave it on in the background and just see what happens <laughs> I love the fact you're going to watch it through I'm just going to leave it on because I'm, I'm just like shit I don't know enough about this film because I, <laughs> I, was, I was too drunk watching it so <laughs> is, yep they're getting attacked no there we go that all adds up that all yep. tracks yep bubbles okay yep. and there's that guy yeah okay he looks like a fucking mask from <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. Is he okay, I got you. yeah I got you yeah there you go just cuts to a road there we go. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, that's why I didn't remember that because nothing happened. <laughs> so this is the thing, right? It, the, all the hard cuts in this movie are literally, it, it, it doesn't, have, it, I mean, if the scenes had a little bit more time to breathe, like literally just a couple of seconds, I wouldn't be so mad at it. But it literally, <laughs> there are scenes throughout this entire movie when someone would just like shout, for example, or someone would be in the middle of something. And then it's a hard cut to another scene. And they are the same characters, but in a different location, a different time. And then this, and they're in the middle of another kind of conversation. And you're like, I haven't even had the time to process what I've just watched previously. They did like, um, yeah, it's it. The, the, remember that one where the the guy who's playing Hooper 
and they did yeah. that shot like in uh, and I don't this wasn't ripped off from Jaws to give him some credit but mm. they did actually block it a little bit better Hulk Hogan's there and the mayor's there and the mayor's like oh I don't think I have the authority to to, to sign a thing to catch this shot and then like the guy playing the Richard Dreyfus role yeah so it's like he remembers his lines he just goes oh you gotta do this you fat fuck <laughs> <laughs> just, it's like you improvised this insult and they just went oh god that was really passionate yeah great and all the like that guy must have just been passionate because he's like forgot my line you fat fuck <laughs> it's just it's it's just sudden sudden rage out of nowhere sudden rage out of nowhere loved it it's fucking brilliant so this is the point, right? So this gets to a point where they fi- oh, we finally go into the aquarium situation, right? So we see Jaws this. Three. Get- Jaws three. Jaws three. That yeah. Jaws three. Yeah. Jaws three. Yeah. That's not magic. Everyone knew that, right? Yeah. So, but there's a bit, but they, they have, they have added the whole thing idea. Like, Hey, this fucking kid is a better actor than anyone else. Cause she ain't moving her legs at all. So she was either really disabled, which I hope not. Um, yeah. So uh, this is the thing we uh, see her swimming with the dolphins and we think it's fine, but then she picks up and this is clearly just a means to just grab at the heartstrings, because then it's like, oh, she's in a wheelchair. And it's true, like, these people clearly know them. Everyone knows this family to some capacity. And for some reason, this, the whole idea that she's in a wheelchair is the biggest shock revelation that even though they already knew this, she was clearly born with this kind of disability by the sound of things, or there was an accident years ago. This isn't new. This isn't recent, no. It's not like, you know, oh, she's in therapy. It's just like, oh, wow, what happened to her? It's like, oh, didn't I tell you? She cracked her spine in a bar brawl. This is Florida. Or is it? I don't really know. Um, but yeah. uh, the, the scene after that is um, you see all the actors standing still and then they start walking. Like yes. you can hear someone say action. They just took it out. <laughs> it's, it's like so clunkily put together. Yeah. But um, yeah, so the little girl in a wheelchair, um, her purpose uh, is... I don't know. <laughs> I, I, no, this is the thing. And this is something I'm going to have to be very frank with. A lot of the characters here, at least 90% of the characters, are quite literally there for no reason other than to fill up a cast. And it's weird because there's a whole in that whole sequence, apparently, there is a big crowd and it feels like a big thing. We never see the crowd. We just hear the Sea World kind of background. And apparently the seal there's there's a seal involved. There's loads of like yeah. there's there's dolphins which I believe are called Daisy and Cookie. What? You called their names? I, I remember their them. names. Daisy oh and Cookie are the name of the dolphins. Amazing. They're, they're, it does cut to like uh, some bleachers where people are watching, but it's like a dozen people, but it sounds like a stadium. It sounds like, <laughs> it, it sounds like in it, like a big, like a big sort of attraction in SeaWorld, where there's like, it's like a hundred people more really watching it. But no, it cuts to like- This a, is some crusty ass like SeaWorld thing where they kick the shit of the dolphins on a daily basis. This is like a horrible place. This isn't like, I don't know that for a fact. I haven't looked that up, but I just have a hunch. Here's the thing. I've just found this now. The plate, this is a legit place. This is literally called theater of the sea it's an actual attraction you could go to so clearly but thing is this this is the same place this is it's not it's kind of a similarly close place in florida but when the same time in florida just a little further down the road you had actual money and you wanted something like this you would go to some weird thing like SeaWorld or any other of the big attractions did so this is clearly on the low budget um but point being is that this is run by by this family who's clearly uh weird enough like you mentioned is run by what clearly is some kind of bizarre weird hulk hogan lookalike yeah i don't really know who hulk hogan is and how he relates to this sort of thing he's just always in a scene 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Apparently, he is he's the own obviously he's the owner of the place. He's okay. also the dad of the, the two the disabled kid, right? Yes, and the and the and the bigger brother with the weird cut as having a weird Romeo and Juliet situation with the daughter of the mogul. Oh. Okay. Oh yeah, okay, okay, I got you. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah. They don't look they are related. They're in the, <laughs> they are in the family. This is supposed to be a very serious scene, but there's barely any passion going on. And then, the, and then the copper at one point then talks to you know talks to Cooper ripoff, and then he's like, "Hey, how's everything going?" I'm like, "Dude, you've just given a guy some papers. That is literally like he's gonna lose his whole business in a month. How are you treating this so casually now? Everyone's treating it so casually." They, they also have like um, that. Then he says a line from Jaws. He's like uh, the line Hooper says about going on the Aurora, which is like a floating yeah. asylum. It's uh, you know. Then he starts talking about like I was against it. And the guy says a similar line again, but worse. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like oh, I'm going on the the Cutty Shark. <laughs> yes, a, I was like oh, that's okay. That's almost witty. It's, it's close enough, but is it? I have a hunch the actor. I have a hunch the actor just didn't get the line. I was like, I don't know what that is. It must be. He must want me to say shark. The translator missed it, <laughs> and so he called it the cutty shark instead of the cutty sock. But here's uh, the thing. Know. But here's the thing I'm thinking of as well. Like I feel like a lot because they're trying to save money on this. Because like you can clearly tell that he didn't do a lot of takes of this. Like yeah. everything was like maybe just two, maybe three takes tops. And so whenever they and if the best take had the worst reading, they kept it. And it's obvious. Like you mentioned here, then afterwards, that obviously they find the body on the beach. And and I love the half of them say, well, "We're bringing you in because we think it has something to do with the propellers and stuff." And they go in and they say like, "No." This isn't the propeller. This was a shark, mate. And it's like really casual. <laughs> this was no boating accident. <laughs> it wasn't any <laughs> propeller. Sorry, I, I, I'm good. I could just throw all the, the better Jaws lines at this. But um, there is a good actor in this. There is a good mm. actor in this. So do you know our fucking budget Michael Bay looking motherfucker, right? The, yes. the, the, the pricky, the prick son of the mayor, right? Yes. His mate who looks like a chiseled version of Badger from Breaking Bad. Yeah. Like 
that fucking guy is great. I think he knows he's in a piece of shit, so he's just having a fucking blast. So he's improving all these no sexist fucking lines. Yeah. But he's trying. He's like, I'm going to bring this shit to life. And he's having a really good time with this movie. He's actually the most fun original element in it. And nothing he says is ripped off as far as I'm able to remember. I think I think you're right with that. Because you are, again, this is the thing. A lot of the stuff you suddenly just cut. We're suddenly over to this weird Michael Bay lookalike who is chiseled <laughs> as all hell next to the other guy who's also chiseled. Everyone here kind of looks ripped. They're all teenagers, but they're older than fucking I am now. <laughs> and I'm I know. 40. <laughs> They all look, they all, it's like, oh, we're supposed to be young, hip teenagers, but they're clearly in their 30s. 30. Uh, and it's really bad because then we're also then introduced to the hot babes that are involved. There's always some hot babes. There's always a hot babes. Yeah. Now look who's here. Yeah. What a pity she hangs out with that nerd fish doctor, Billy. I don't know. Maybe nothing will happen, but I'm sure we'll score, man. Vanessa is hot to try. Now, hold it. What do you want? The person in charge of pussy. I have to, you know, check your credentials. <laughs> dick brain, dick brain, dick brain. <laughs> the pussy in oh. And then, oh, oh and I then the girl's like, go wrong. What are you? <laughs> I the think it works though. Inspector. He ends up with one of those women later on. And he does somehow. <laughs> I don't know how. because there's loads of moments where it's like, it's just, there's some great little bits where it's just like, um, the first, one of my favorite scenes of this is when he's, to, when, when, uh, when he's bringing, when the mayor and everyone else is sort of bringing in like extra people who's going to buy the land for this to turn into this hotel. And he's just- Very clever, these dolphins, eh? What do you want? I came to show the property to these friends of mine, and I have the plans for the hotel that's going to be built right here. The sun sets right in front of us. I mean, it is gorgeous. Right there. It's a beautiful sight to see. Look. You leave right away, I'll give you a nice hunk of cash. It'll keep you going for a couple of years, all right? You're some kind of a son of a bitch, Sam. What did you say? I said you're a son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this horrible, like, argument over each other about literally just calling each other a son of a bitch for literally two minutes is great. <laughs> son of a bitch. No, you son of a bitch. No, you son of a bitch. But listen to this. You son of a bitch. It's like, uh, yeah. A son of a bitch back and forth is brilliant. But, uh, all the, but this entire section is all like day for night, right? Yeah. Uh, I say day for night is a bit of a blue filter over yeah. what are clearly daytime <laughs> This is the thing, again. 10 minutes. <laughs> 
The thing, the thing is, I'm never I, look. I understood. I understand why blue, day for night's a thing because sometimes oh, yeah. it's just generally hard to shoot at night. But at least try and put some more effort to make it look like nighttime. This yeah, is just a blue <sighs> tint over oh, the whole shadows. thing. <laughs> shadows from the moon. <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's bad. I you mean, see so- that in Jaws, to be fair, you know, they, you know, like the butler knew what he was doing. You don't yeah. get harsh shadows in the day for night in Jaws. Yeah. So there's loads. So throughout the movie, basically, in order to actually remind us there's a shark in it, um, there are just random scenes of people being eaten, basically. And they're all the very stereotypical thing. Like, literally, the first bit here, one of the first ones is like a couple running in and going like, hey, let's go for a nighttime swim. And the other guy's going, N- I love him because they're making out. They're about, they're about to have sex. And she's just, just, oh, let's go for a swim. And he's like, and he's almost basically like, fuck you. No, I was, I was ready. You go and swim, you bitch, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah and i love the fact because she he, she goes she runs in for a swim caught before they literally calls him a pussy runs in and, just, <laughs> like, and then and i love it because he, he puts his foot in the water oh no it's cold and then she literally gets devoured by a shark because he was too much of a pussy to actually go properly swimming in there genuinely and then there's loads of other shots like that where there's always a couple or something or a yeah. boat <laughs> just getting eaten. And it's just to remind us that the shark exists because the plot of this movie doesn't revolve around the shark. It revolves around the mayor and his family trying to take over this goddamn weird aquarium thing that has nothing to do with the shark absolutely yeah. nothing isn't it more beneficial to the mayor's hotel if there's a fucking sea world there for tourists to visit? I know. <laughs> a dish for the king wait watchers <laughs> giving them a special filling strychnine nitrate with rat poison <laughs> the vikings in for a nasty surprise in the morning boys <laughs> Where are you, little dolphins? Come here. Fix your wagon. Damn fish are gonna wake everybody up. Quick, just throw them that stuff and let's get out of here. Come on, dolphins. Here, boy. <laughs> Go and get it. Let's get out of here. Don't poison a fucking dolphin. <laughs> poison. I don't that know why. Bit, that bit fucking I actually shout at that if you actually pull this off, this is <laughs> disgusting. It's actually disgusting. What happened was is that it's not it wasn't the mayor's idea, it was the son's idea. Because I remember the mayor and the son are having a conversation, and the mayor is just getting pissed off that he is just not accepting his offer. So the son says, like, no, no, here's another thing to mention as well. Like, uh, here's something else we need to mention. The idea is that that guy's <laughs> son is flirting around with your daughter, you know, my sister. There's they're doing kissy things. And so it's like, well, oh, I'm even more mad. And then the son says, I have a bet, I have a good idea. So the so the Michael Bay guy suggested <laughs> poisoning the dolphins. But because of the sea lion who Props to the sea lion. It's <laughs> the like true, actual, the true hero of this fucking movie. Because <laughs> not because he does because because he he acts like a, he actually literally acts like an attack dog, which I I'm not gonna lie is kind of great. <laughs> <laughs> In the meantime, while all that happens, 
obviously we have our copper who is literally trying to tell, convince the mayor and everyone else, hey, we need to close the beach. There is a shark about. Yeah, because there's a bit where during Jaws where Richard Dreyfus, uh, where Hooper yeah. is, uh, sorry, uh, where Roy Scheider even yeah. is looking through the, the shark book and he's seen all these gruesome real life images of sharks underwater and the music's amazing. He's in the cup with the guys, I think. I think it's in the cup with the guys who are rowing mm. to set there to, to, to catch the shark on the pier, right? Yes. And he and then his wife touches him. He jumps. He's like, oh, Jesus. She's like, oh, you scared me. It's a lovely character moment. It's like, oh, God, mm. you, you shouldn't read this stuff. Let's get drunk and fool around. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lovely moment. And But this guy's just sitting in a room looking at random-ass photos of sharks on a sliding projector. And then he has the same jump moment. And then he goes through this, like, you know, yeah, I've been doing some research. <laughs> All these things do is swim and eat and make baby sharks. Yes. He doesn't even say little sharks. He says baby sharks. He's like, oh, you even said that line wrong. And, and, and the <laughs> thing is... And, the thing is, they literally went over and said, and he literally says, like, there's only two ways to kill it. It's the only two ways to stop it. Kill it or starve it. And it's just, yeah. and, but the way it's said, it's like, it's like, you haven't really done research. Like, there's he's, no books or anything. He's, he's looking at, for all, every, I think every photo of the, the sharks he's got, they're the yeah. most, like, they're fucking sand tiger sharks. They're like, they're, those are, they don't eat people. They don't attack people. One bit a person once. <laughs> like, that's, and that's, that's the thing. Because he later on talks to the mayor and everyone else and saying, like, say, we need to stop. It's like, do you know who else can do it? A tiger shark. No, no, this is the, that's yeah, the only name of a shark. They say it's a tiger shark. Yeah. All their footage is of great whites. <laughs> it's definitely a tiger shark. It's like, oh, is Hooper meant to be wrong in this movie? Or is he, is An it idiot. just that the filmmakers don't know the difference? As any shark will do. I like, think the reason why they went for, I, th- I wouldn't be surprised if they went for tiger shark because everyone, everyone, be tigers different. are scary. Yeah, tigers are scary. That means a tiger and a shark must oh, sorry, be scary. Sorry, sorry. sorry you have what, what? What kind of shark? Tiger shark. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just saw an opportunity and I had to seize it. <laughs> the, one of the best, the best. Like I've bonded with people like that over 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 just just thrown into a conversation. Oh, what? <laughs> and they've got a tiger shark. <laughs> <laughs> thank you okay. oh Doors. you cheered me up oh mate you set that up for me beautifully thank you the, <laughs> that's I've how for this moment my whole life <laughs> perfect we uh, needed this movie to do it um, as you know this regatta marks the beginning of the summer season in Hampton Bay and is sponsored by the Lewis Hotel chain owned by Mr. Samuel Lewis the divers have checked the nets the boys are in place Men are too. I, I, I just don't feel right about this, though. I'm afraid, Francis. That motherfucker is acting so strange. It's it's almost as if someone has trained him to attack and kill. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Shark! Ah! Attention! Attention! 
But we need to actually talk about the regatta and what happens there. Oh my god, it's amazing! Do you know what? Did you ever see like the was it when Batman and the Joker in the sixties Batman have like a surfing contest? Yes. And you're like, oh well, this is the joke that it doesn't look like they're surfing. Okay. Mm-hmm. In this film, you got them windsurfing, but it's not the joke. But they're clearly just standing on a fucking <laughs> standing still on on a solid surface with no movement or wind. <laughs> There are loads of moments like this. Like there's that's in the regatta and also the same in the helicopter as well, where you oh, can man. see like the helicopter spinning, but he's clearly not off the ground. And there's loads of moments like that. And the regatta is hilarious because clearly they've got footage from other things that are not from that thing. But there are also some very weird moments. Like there's a guy, the shark is, the shark goes through the cages because they actually go and say, hey, we are, we, we, the, the, the mayor is really wanting to keep the regatta going because it's the only thing that's going to give him business. So he does like the steel mesh uh, shark nets, right? But the shark eats through it because it's, you know, a a fucking clever shark. Well, what is this, 1994? It's a velociraptor. They've they've done the whole, it's smart enough to open doors shit. Clever girl. A smart monster that wants to eat you is is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, apparently, apparently, apparently that all that costs $30,000 according to the the, the mayor and everything else. Ooh, expensive. Um, (laughs) But um, obviously he just cuts through it. And then, and then he just starts eating everyone. He gets tangled, right? He gets tangled in a little yeah. uh, buoy because that's how they do their jaws rip off. But that's all that footage is from Last Shark. It's so <laughs> bizarre that they've just got the last shark and just peppered shit in. Everything in the regard is actually kind of genius the way it's cut, but you can obviously tell it's all from different movies. So. Anything original was hilarious. Like, there's a bit where you got one guy who's windsurfing doing the thing, and then suddenly he hears like a what? He looks at the back, and half of it's already eaten. <laughs> and it's just like you would have noticed. Really, you would have noticed. It like his surfboard is made out of butter. It's <laughs> great. <laughs> um, hey, wait a minute. It's like, uh, like I'm no surf fuckingologist, right? But I'm, I'm going to assume that there's those little fin bits at the back. That's yeah. the bit that's underwater. Yeah. And I just have a hunch that that does something. And if those bits are gone, you can't steer your your board. I, I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I'm not, a, like I said, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but here's the thing as well. Like, you would think, like, a, a lot of people would eventually gotten, like, eaten. Fall and, off. Or whatever. I mean, <laughs> fall off. Yeah, he would have fallen off if someone tried to grab him from behind, but nothing. Uh, but then there's loads of other scenes which clearly are from another movie. I think it's from The Last Shark or from, or from, or, 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 from, or from Great White or from that, yeah. whatever. There's the, the, I can't remember which scene this is from, but it's, which movie it's from, but it's a whole thing in the platoon, it, like, like, on the pontoon, the wooden pier. Scene. Oh yeah, that's uh, the, when you see them falling in. That's from yeah. Jaws three. So the underwater yeah. shot of them just going. But yeah, it's from Last Shark. Every time you see a shark head that yeah. looks like shit, that's the Last Shark. <laughs> but that's the thing is, to be honest, it doesn't look too bad. But the oh, problem is, it's not. Yeah, but it's not their move. It's not their shark. It's, it's yeah, someone it's, else's shark who did a decentish job. But it's I not mean, like they, yeah, they they took the tech from Jaws, and uh, but but. Didn't put the effort that Bob Matty did. I know everyone likes to shit in the shark from Jaws. And it's fine in Jaws One. I mean, I don't have a, I, I don't see the, yeah. the beef with it in Jaws One. Maybe I've just grown up with it and I've got like, mm. you know, 
I don't know, I'm looking at it and I'm like, ah, it's fine. What is it meant to look like? It's not like a shark like growls or has like furrows its eyebrows before it eats anyone. It's, <laughs> it's, that's it. That's it for Jules 4. <laughs> yeah. There's rows of teeth and this awkward like lack of movement in the tail. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just look at that thing and it just looks like a plastic thing that comes up and goes down. I was like, hey. They struggle to do that in Jaws. If you had better texture, yeah. you'd be in business. That would be fine. But thing is, no. and that's the thing is, like, it's bad. But for me, I can say it's definitely more effort than what these guys have done. Well, uh, the fucking cop, right? The, yeah. the chief, chief Brody guy. They kill him in this, mm. and, it, and, and I only realized, I only noticed last week. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. so even though I'd, I'd seen it three times uh, or three or four times, I know it's only in the last one that I go, oh, is that the fucking cop? And Brad went, yeah. And I went, shit. Oh, How did you know that? I was basically like stuff was happening. None of it linked yeah. together. I just, my brain stopped trying to find fucking dots to Thanks. connect. So, <laughs> so, so, so I missed so. a really big moment in the film. <laughs> But hey, just bear in mind that where is that? That's like about an hour in, an hour and ten yeah. minutes in. I was pretty pissed every single time I've seen this film by that. You stage, are absolutely so. fair because, right after Regatta goes terribly wrong, and basically the copper goes and basically goes and says like, "I told you so." Like <laughs> this is, you, I told you so. Oh, I love about it because then basically everyone decides to have sort of a meeting, and e- and even the mayor having this mobster thing at the moment is sort of like they're saying like, "You need to show out the shark now because otherwise oh. we're going to have problems." And then everyone sort of has a meeting and they're having like they're. they're they're actually like in city hall trying to like do tactics on how to attack the shark but they forgot to add a quint character so when you've got the guy going we gotta kill the shark they're, they're like okay fine <laughs> there's no point where it's like well we can't it's not like anyone else tried yeah. <laughs> like in jaws where you had a bunch of idiots trying and they failed it's like we gotta pay a professional none of that comes there is no professional there's yeah. no quint for them to go to which is the biggest fuck up in this film if you're gonna rip off jaws why would you not have quint he's like and the it, most intriguing character and this is the thing i feel like their version of this their version of this is basically having um, have, having the mobsters come in and say we will do it for you but obviously that we don't know who these are from tick dom and harry so you're sitting there going like how do we know you're good at shark killing it's like sending ralphie from the sopranos to kill a shark because he's so glad <laughs> <laughs> like none of those things relate <laughs> but uh, i know <laughs> I never even, I never made that such a fucking, I'm honestly going to say, even though you're absolutely right, that just feels like a leap. (laughs) It is a leap. (laughs) But this is what this movie is. It is a leap. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Is this the beach where we can see the shark from? What shark? The one that killed all those folks. They said it on TV. They said there's a shark killing people right here. There was a shark, but now it's gone. And we hope that it doesn't come back. You mean to say we came all this way and now it's gone? They didn't say that on TV. There's nothing I can do about that. Will you please just move on? Uh, baloney. But I thought we were gonna go see the shark. Ronnie, shut up. Um. One of my favorite bits in this movie is just that there's is when they are when they're all like in the town hall and they're about to discuss how to attack it. So you've got Hulk Hogan having <laughs> a, a shot. Shit draw 
drawing of the shark. shark. <laughs> and it's so good because, like, this is what you do. And I love how he's just basically telling him, this is what happened. No, especially talking to the family and friends of, like, the mayor and saying, no, 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 you have no right to try and butt in here because you're all idiots. It isn't going to be easy. He's a treacherous mother. It's not like fishing for sardines. We're dealing with a man-eater here. If he gets his teeth into you and clamps down with his jaws, you've had it. Oh, come on. All you gotta do is put a bullet in its head and it's fucked, right? The tiger shark we're looking for is a homicidal maniac. When it attacks here, here, in the middle of your belly and your guts are out, trouble is, you're still alive when he starts eating you. Now that you know, you should have more respect. <laughs> this tiger shark we're after is a homicidal maniac. <laughs> I don't think animals commit crimes. I just, I just like homicidal maniac. It's like, well, it's not gonna get arrested for attempted homicide. It's a fucking shark. No one's gone. Look, a shark tried eating someone on uh, the Florida coast, and this is fucked up. So we got to arrest it, take it to trial. We gotta put it's it so to get it a lawyer. <laughs> it's all I love the fact it's basically what's making it insinuating that it's not trying to eat people. It's just trying to kill people and leave. It's a little bit like in Jaws 4, basically, where it's basically he's going, it's almost like this vengeance trip. It's like, I'm not here to eat them. I'm here to make, I'm just, I'm just about to kill their family. <laughs> it's like, you know, this shark has a stiffy for homicide. <laughs> it, so loves the, it loves to know that it's causing grief to the family of those it consumes. Yeah. Uh, it's an asshole shark. It's a new species. We discovered right. it. It's so bad. It's monster. But the thing about this is that like, I, I cringe every time I see a tiger shark in a shark movie, in a Bond mm. movie or in any movie, because yeah, they, they, were, they were very cruel with how they did that. What they would do is they mm. tie them up overnight and leave them. And then, of course, because they're not moving and water isn't passing over their, their gills, yeah. they'd, start, they'd essentially suffocate. And then they just untie them and push them in the direction of the actors who would then like hit them or stab them and all that sort of stuff. <sighs> and, uh, and they weren't necessarily dead. They were just very docile because they hadn't breathed for about eight hours. Mm. Um, really, really horrible uh, sort of practice. So every time I see a tiger shark in anything, I'm just like, because they're always real. They're, they're never, yeah. like I've, ne I've not seen a fake tiger shark in anything. I've watched Bond films, anything. Mm. Just basically cruel, cruel, like <sighs> uh, suffocating animals and then shoving them in the direction of a stuntman. It's, uh, it's pretty uh, fucked yeah. up. All the Bond films did it, all of them. Every single one of them. Yeah, yeah, it's awful. This film doesn't have that. This film actually has just like, you know, uh, Ron, Ron Taylor footage of, of Great Whites and, and then shots from other shit films. So for, again, this film's pretty woke. Because they did it from other movies and the yeah, other movies yeah. probably not did they either. My goodness. Everyone has an attempt to kill the shark. So we have basically yes. about four attempts, basically. One, you've got the rich fam. We've got the mayor's family. We've got the mayor's family yeah. making an attempt. We have the copper and the helicopter making an attempt. We then get the mobsters making there's an some, attempt. And then we've got the helicopter as well, right? Uh, the yeah, army yeah. guys are shooting at the eight millimeter shot that we yeah. see again later on when the other guy does it. Yeah. So basically everyone's making an attempt. Now the funniest one out of all of them, because the, the one with the mobsters is just, it's, oh, it's, it's fucking brilliant. The mobsters is great. <laughs> he's so shocked that the shark could actually, like sharks are doing shark things. And he's, he's surprised. He's in a moving boat, but no one's driving it. He's just like, ah, and then he runs in. It's fucking brilliant. So yeah, the mobster one's brilliant. My favorite one though has to be the mayor's family because the mayor's family one is so, is so somewhat weirdly inept because 
basically what basically the uh when that all happens he's got the the going in they're trying to go they're trying to shoot it they're trying to swim around trying to find it and then basically uh michael bay guy gets eaten at this point doesn't he get eaten here yeah he falls in he does a scream and then does a flip so his feet come out the water that thing we all do in swimming pools yeah (laughs) he does that and then um the 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 the, the woman screams, yeah. pours petrol all over the place, like in Jaws 2. Yes. And then uh, and then someone decides, I'll shoot a flare, what, what could go wrong? <laughs> Where and, did that flare gonna come from? <laughs> it came from Jaws 2, and yeah. then the shot of the exploding boat also came from Jaws 2. <laughs> it's like so, the idea and the shots. <laughs> instead of actually purposely trying to, because obviously in, 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 in Jaws 2, it's a bit different. They're purposely trying to sort shit out. Oh, but, it's, it's a horrific scene in Jaws 2. She's actually, I, throw, I think she's trying to, throw the tank but she's trying to do a bro it's not well yeah. executed in all fairness but she's trying to throw the i think she's trying to throw the tank at the shark and she tries but she just ends up spilling gasoline everywhere shoots the shark with a flare gun and then fucking you know, and then everything and explodes. explodes but then the shark's got a cool scar on its face so that we we it, it stands so we out just a little bit you know we know who he is it's not it's not any it's not it's not two sharks like anyone ever thought that it's Oh, it's 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 old Scarface. Himself. It's Scarface Shark. We know who it is. Yeah. Here, no, it just happens to be it. Lit- and also, it happens very quickly, which is hilarious because it kind of goes. So basically, uh, Michael Bay, Michael Bay brother gets dead, gets killed off. Girlfriend smothers quickly. Suddenly, flare gun thing explodes. Suddenly, cuts to the next scene. There is no time to register that suddenly a whole boat's exploded. The film ends with that fucking seal knocking the mare into the water again, and he seems all jolly. Like there's no there's no evidence that this yeah. guy. As, as as lost his his son, family his number one son there's no evidence like it's, it's ah it's funny he got wet <laughs> it's like it doesn't matter it doesn't so bad <laughs> Then, so then finally, last little bit I want to mention is how they actually finally kill the shark, which, um, so you've oh. got the, uh, so basically by this point, this one is the, um, basically the, the heroes are on the boat and there's loads of, there's some way, there's some like close calls when the boat like, oh, it's not working. I need to dive in quickly and fix the, p- the, p- the propeller and the engine. There's some good close moments, but clearly we know it's not from a, all the sharks are not from this movie. So I never feel like there's a threat because I know this weirdly because I'm so detached because <laughs> I know the shark's not from this movie movie i feel less threatened <laughs> yeah it's like there's a guy who we didn't remember or notice who isn't back so i'll go get him there's that whole thing right and it's, and it's yeah. like oh okay good on you and, and it's almost tense almost <laughs> it's, it's almost tense um and then i remember i don't fucking care and i'm here to see people get eaten so let's see what we get so and <laughs> yeah and and, th- and their idea is let's put some mines to blow shit up and then and and it's really funny because the mines just they don't look like mines they look ridiculous and um they uh, and then finally after all the little after a few close calls boom the shark explodes into loads of tiny pieces <laughs> you don't even see the explosions from the water because it didn't really happen and then you sort of see the whole family is like yay and the you know the finally the whole hero so yeah they have a hunch it worked <laughs> there's no evidence no one saw it because <laughs> we don't see it because the shark's underwater and just explodes it's so anticlimactic for a movie where you already know they're in in the franchise there are some wonderful, amazing finales to, to, to Jaws. There are some great explosions and ways they kill Jaws off, and yet they don't take advantage at that point. They, they and that's so confusing. Was, they found one that was worse than Jaws the Revenge. 
I know. Regardless of what version of that you watch, because there's two Jaws Revenges, right? There's one where she yeah. drives the boat into it and it explodes. And there's one where she drives the boat into it and it's so heavy it rips the front off the boat and sinks. Yeah. Um, and it's like either or. I mean, yeah, it's it's it, it's so bad. <laughs> but yeah this didn't even rip off those it, it just it just completely fucked the whole thing and it and it basically what it does is to me personally i think it ends on a whimper because i mean look there are other moments where they rip off and with something we didn't mention before we kind of wrap up to the end is that you mentioned when you sent me this you mentioned they they, they ripped off star wars the music yes there's a bit of music yeah and uh there's the it does the you know that bit at the beginning of stars before the theme kicks in and and I was just like, wow, wow. They, 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 this is their big out to see moment. Because obviously in yeah. Jaws, when they go out to sea, it's fucking stunning. It's like, you know, mm. what do I tell the kids, tell them I'm going fishing. They're that amazing, like, John Williams cue that's really dark, the shots through the jaws, yeah. the, the sharp teeth, and you see the boat going out. Beautiful. And uh, the music is fantastic. And they were like, oh, we need to do something that's a little bit more fanfare What else has John Williams done? <laughs> it's like, ah, Star Wars. And it's, it made me laugh so much. I think I sent you that clip. Yeah. And in it, I'm just howling, and you probably can't even hear the music. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> so weird right there are there are some moments which feel like legit score but like it's clear from somewhere else the rest of the move the rest of the movie has really bad music like it is weird very le- like mid 90s music yeah. kind of shit yeah. it's terrible so when you hear something suddenly like john williams on this you was you you instantly it's not, notice it's, it's, i don't think it is john i mean it sounds like it is it, it sounds, sounds like, like a full it. orchestra but then the music goes into another it goes into something else it's like well I think the same orchestra ripped off that bit of music and then did the next bit before and the bit before. And it's actually, as a piece of score goes, I mean, it ha- it's, a, it's pretty rich. It's not, it's not like a crappy synth. It's, yeah. it's a rich feeling orchestra. Uh, and but, that, uh, yeah. And I feel like that's what's so weird about it is like you have two moments with an actual orchestra by sound things, whether you got it, where you got it legitimately or not, we don't know. But then you're peppering in with a whole bunch of weird, bad synthesizer music, which I feel like you miss. You, we're missing something here. I don't know what it is, but then this whole movie's like you, that. You, you, to give it credit, the one thing it doesn't do that every other, like even films like fucking Alligator does yeah. this. The music doesn't do any sort of variation on dun 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 dun. This they is true. It. They don't do it. And it's like, oh, all, all credit to you. You, you, you found something you didn't rip off the one thing they're either so fucking inept that they neglected to rip off the one thing other great other acknowledged great shark film great jaws ripoffs do yeah they, they failed to do that as the, okay yeah okay so they, they, they're that inept. i do actually solidly believe that they were so inept they forgot to rip off the Jaws theme in some way, shape, or form. Personally, I feel that'd be great. I, I would love the ima- I love to imagine the idea that they literally forgot that that theme existed while they were making it. And yes, yeah. So yeah. Uh. So we've reached the end now, and so by this point, we have to we we, we need to rate this movie. So I'm oh, going to set how the so, ratings work. With, so with you guys. I will tell you how the ratings work. Okay, We're okay. going to do something called the trashometer. Trashometer. So okay. 
The trashometer works very differently. We do not do star ratings, nor do we do letters or numbers. What we do okay. is we put it on what's called the trashometer, where there's five rankings, and we figure out where this movie kind of falls into the rankings. So I will explain them to you, and okay. we'll, and then, then you tell me where you think this movie falls. So first of all, first of all, at the very very bottom of the scale is tame. Tame means that basically it is boring. It's not really that fun. It's kind of just dull as dishwater, right? Okay. It's, Right, so it's not much trash for it. Then you've got the next step, tiny bit trashy. Tiny bit trashy means it's got some fun elements into it, but I kind of feel like it could have been more. There could have been more to this movie. Like there could have been something better to it. Then you've got right in the middle, trash. It's the perfect amalgamation of mesh. It is the sweet spot. It is the it's the big catch of all trashy movies. Then you have two trashy. This is where we're still having fun. We're getting moments we're actually getting a little angry at it. We might be getting annoyed at it, but we are, we're still at, there's still a level of fun, but we are getting angry at it. Then you've got the final top one, which is torture. Torture means this was literally a torture to sit through. This was really hard to sit through. It's, It's made it either angry, upset, offended, that kind of thing. So, so basically what we go into is like each of these, we give it out of five for each of those points, right? What was the one again? One was... One was basically tame. I mean, the whole movie, the movie's boring, basically. Right. So in terms of fucking kills, yeah, it is essentially that. There's not a single thing in this film that makes me go, oh, I remember that one. Nothing, mm. right? Um, I only realized that fucking the main character died fucking an hour into the film when yeah. I watched it last week, right? So, okay. So, so in terms of like gore or any cool shit, it's kind of yeah. probably a one. But then, in terms of uh, just like, what's the one that covers? I'm not fucking bored at all from start to finish. This is fucking quality. That that'd be right in the middle. That'd be trash. Right there we go. So we got that sorted. Yeah. So not gory. Right there in the middle there. But also, this is a film that I only discovered in January, and I've watched it like three or four times since. Yeah. This is like one of my top 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 shitty movies if yeah. i had to put a bad film on for people mm. this is the one now i would go yes we should all watch this well no this is what i think it is right so on the scale right i yeah. would say if i was going to put it on the, if on the very very top like the yeah. rubbish the one thing i would generally find i think is torturous out of the whole thing which is basically we i didn't have fun with this is the editing i found the editing to be downright I literally had to pause the movie several times because I was getting angry at how it was edited because I had no time to breathe. I was laughing and I was shouting. So <laughs> I put it there. However, I would say if I was going to put it on the trashometer as a whole, we I would say it's... I'd, I'd say it's... Weirdly, it balances itself out where you've got this... You've got the boring no deaths, really, like with barely any gore. That's from the movie itself. Like, all the deaths come from other movies. Yeah. Um... The editing is so bad and so shocking that it upset me. But when you combine that with the bad acting and the nonsensical dullness of all that's involved, it does make a very nice little mesh. So I'd say, yeah, I'd say this is the sweet spot, don't you think? Yeah, perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. It's, um... Did I tell you I watched Troll 2 sober once? Yeah, and... (laughs) That was a fucking weird experience, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, yeah. I, was, I was amazed at how much fun that film was to watch, and I didn't need to be it. And Damien hadn't seen it before, it's my flatmate. He hadn't seen it before, and I was like, mate, watch this. And, and neither, for some reason, I just were like, oh, we, I, think we, I think we just couldn't be bothered to go. It's not like now, post-pandemic or something, kind of towards the end of the pandemic, where we're like, drink too much. Maybe we should not drink so much. Like, this was more a case <laughs> of, oh, 
drinking means going to the shop and I just don't want to leave the house. Let's just yeah. watch it. So that's what happened. And we watched it and, and we had the best fucking time watching it. It was so much fun. Mm. Uh, and I didn't think that was possible. Um, now with this film, I don't think watching it sober is possible. I just, uh, this is, I just don't think I can do it. So I'll never have that experience. But I, I like, I, I felt I made the best choice putting it on for my filmmaker friend Brad Watson last week uh, or the yeah. week before, and um, and I, I I could see the look in his eyes, the glint. There was no the, the light didn't go out. The glint. He, he was like, "That's from Josie." <laughs> it's like and we we just like that was Simon McCorkindale's hand. <laughs> like he like he knew his jaws well yeah. enough. So you that, know what? This, this is what I think it would be. This is the first for the podcast where I'm going to give it two ratings in a weird way. So. If you so this is going to be very niche, but bear with. If you are a fan of Jaws and you have a little alcohol in you, Cruel Jaws is probably the perfect movie for you. Best film ever made. Yes. Right. If you're not a Jaws fan and you're not drunk, I honestly think this might be very close to being torturous because I you are really agree. struggling to get through if you do not recognize all the features and you're sober enough to notice all the flaws. Yeah, because it's almost like um, do you know you watch certain shows that are very reference based, but mm. with wit. Yeah. So I mean, I, I look at stuff like like Rick and Morty, and you just go, "Wow, is this as funny to other people as it is to me?" And mm. uh, or Solar Opposites or something, and you're like, "Oh, of course it is," because plenty of people get this, and, and mm. it's, it's, it's 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 this is awesome. Uh, I think that. Yeah, this falls into it. I think if you don't know your Jaws, that's why I was sending you watch Jaws, watch your, yeah, a copy I watched of Jaws, Jaws one and two before it, I watched it. Yeah. It helps me a little bit more I, to understand it. Yeah, yeah, because I wanted you to have that experience of recognizing those moments, and, mm. uh, because that is part of the joy. Which is because none of the kills in this are worth worth spit. Like, but yeah. you, you you do look at the like if you recognize when they just lifted shots from these multi million dollar movies <laughs> that were made <laughs> like twenty odd years before this was even thought up. You go, wow! <laughs> like that's amazing. How did they get away with this? The le- the legal thing behind this, I like. I haven't found any answers to. Like even even today, we've just talked about theories. Yeah. Like it's 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 fantastic. So yeah, I would say like I'm gonna put this on perfect trash if you're drunk and a Jaws fan. It's got to be perfect trash. Torturous if you are none of them. Torture. Why can't you give me the respect that I'm entitled to? Right, this is really bad now because I'm going to ruin your, your podcast by making a proposition. How sure. about uh, we look at, at, at some point, mm-hmm. um, films that, that we love that aren't as loved, but we love... So, for example, Orca, Killer Whale, Alligator. Those two yeah. movies are pretty fucking special to me. <laughs> and I've grown up watching them and loving them. And they're not the same league as this at all. They're kind of... There's a lot to love in them. Yes. But also, they are kind of like... Well, Alligator is an alligator. is fucking excellent. Uh, but Orca, Killer Whale is kind of like... Oh... <laughs> <laughs> if, if this was a dragon like if this was like a medieval movie and it was a dragon you yeah. could make up all this nonsense that they they, they heap on killer whales 
and it would be like, oh wow, that's amazing. I feel like I'm learning more about a mythical creature. They they care and they feel love and they and they're passionate and and it would be scary to know that that's what's driving it because you can't reason with it because you don't speak the same language. Yeah. Um, instead of uh, orca killer whale, where they literally say that human language to a killer whale is redundant or retarded. So <laughs> it's like wow, and only Charlotte Rampling could deliver a line like that. With yeah. all the pathos that she does, and it's 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 the film where I learned the word retarded, and I was like, oh, I don't think you should say that. <laughs> Even then, you say like, that's not how you, that's not what you're supposed to say. Yeah, I don't think you should say that. Oh <laughs> it's like a terrible. Word. It's just not the right word for the for the majority of the time it's used. Um, oh my god! But uh, yeah, but orca killer whale is a is a. Is, I think that's a fucking. Like I watched it the other day, and I couldn't believe how the score in that film. Mm. is luscious and it's ennio morricone and it's, mm. it's insanely good and it's like why is the score like this in a film like this <laughs> oh tell me about it i love that this thing is like and this uh, you know I'll, I'll definitely have you back on at some point you've been fun to record uh, oh God, I'm, worried say- a, I'm worried i've been a mess so i'm sorry to everyone who's like what the fuck this is usually more focused <laughs> We're going to wrap things up. So before we sort of wrap up, we usually do a place where we do our plugins, where we just sort of say where we all are. So, Mark, where can people find you? And do you have any projects in the oh. works that you're willing to share? Um, uh, we're, we're working on something at the moment, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know that there's anything to talk about with that one yet. Okay. Uh, but uh, yes, my, my film Doom Drifter. It's the best, best Doom Drifter. I'm really, really pleased with it. And um, I also made a film called Night Shooters, which mm. I think is available. So you're on Instagram and Facebook, and yeah. um, are you on Twitter as well? Uh, actually, Facebook's probably the worst one to get me on. But uh, Instagram yeah. and Twitter, those are the two. And my my Twitter handle and my Instagram handle are exactly the same. Mark with a C underscore V underscore Price. Perfect. So there you go. Yeah. So that yeah. means we can find. So that means there's going to be. There might be a couple of new listeners, hopefully, who might say, oh, "I want to hear this," and suddenly get some new random DM to say, "Like, hey, I want to watch Doom oh, Drifter, please. please." Yeah, like honestly, just message me. So yeah, again, you've been an absolute pleasure to have you on. Um, oh, dude, I really, I really feel I just fucking waffled and ruined your platform. But <laughs> oh no, believe me, it has been entertaining. I, it's gonna be, it's been a lot of fun. I've, I've really just loved your energy. You, usually, I'm the energetic one, but you, you, sir, you oh, are a bubble, and I'm so happy. <laughs> I, I, I could have literally just sat back and just watched you ramble for an hour and a half. You're that kind of personality to me, so it's been fun, honestly. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, so yeah, so basically um, that's it for that. That's it for us. So everyone, thank you very much for listening. Uh, the next episode, I'm hoping the next episode will finally get Ed back on, because he's hopefully, the internet would have discovered he will be out of being a caveman and no longer <laughs> living in a cave. He'll finally be able to join us. So until then, keep an eye on your trash. There might be some treasure in there. See you guys next time. to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. 
And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please share it around with movie lovers you know, maybe add a star rating or write a good review. All of this helps with the algorithm and provides us with more opportunities to reach the ears to a whole new bunch of bad film fanatics. Want to find out more about us? Then head over to our socials where we provide sneak peeks and up-to-date news on everything nostalgic and trashy. You can find our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages in the description. So please, follow us. See you next time, cinephiles. <laughs>